Oh, I have. Um, <clears throat> I don't have good podcast voice today. It's okay. It's raspy. Mm. <clears throat> it's sultry. Yes, it is. It's like I've been smoking cigarettes, which I don't. I had a insurance uh, company call me for a twenty-five minute questionnaire due to changes in our insurance, and I had to answer all these questions about my personal life, about medical history and whether I partake in tobacco products and alcohol and non-prescribed drug usage. like they never believe you no it's like do you smoke no no do you smoke really yeah but like have you smoked today no well how much do you smoke a week <laughs> i don't so were you saying about a pack a day <laughs> no i'm not a smoker even uh, though i sound like it today there are musical artists who who smoke like chimneys right before going out on stage just to achieve a particular vocal quality I don't know if this is the person, but Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 has an amazing voice, and he smokes like a crazy buffoon. Really? Mm-hmm. Really. He has a, a – I don't like Rob Thomas or Matchbox 20. Hmm. I never have, but there's a new song out right now that I can just new. I mean, it's recently released. 2012. Yeah, somewhere in the last um, millennium. But it's, it's really good. can't remember what it is. <laughs> what, what song are you listening to right now? There is – Okay. Living Proof. Camila Cabello. Okay. Her vocal abilities are out of this world. She's doing her she's pushing her new album that just came out last week. So she's hit uh she's hit Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. She did the VMA uh what's it AMAs. Okay. She did the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Every one of her performances there's a little bit of difference within them, not only visually, but vocally is incredible. I really? highly encourage all of you to search Camila Cabello, Ellen DeGeneres, and listen to Living Proof. It's a good song. Okay. I mean, you might not like pop music, but you cannot deny the fact that she's an incredible vocalist. All right. What are you listening to? One song I'm listening to right now that is not holiday-infused Yes, is by Lord Huron. And it's called The Night We Met. It's it this really haunting beginning, a vocal of a female voice kind of soaring. And then it's this, it's kind of like a, a lament about having met this person and how that has changed his life. And there's this wonderful uh, part of the lyric that he says, um, Take me back to the night we met, and then I can tell myself what the hell I'm supposed to do. I can tell myself not to ride along with you. Mm. I had all, and then most of you, some, and now none of you. 
take me God. back to the night we met. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, it's so beautiful. I love a really incredibly written song. Yeah, me too. Lyrically, if you can just really tell that story. Julia Michaels, who is an artist, but also a, a songwriter. She writes for a lot of people. She is a great writer. And then... Uh, we saw her in concert. What'd you, did you Joy like her? and I did. Did you like her? Yes. She is not a performer yet. She's right. still young because she's coming out of that singer-songwriter mm -hmm. like B.B. Rexa did, you know, and then became a performer mm. in her own right, and that's what Julia Michaels is doing. But she's written... If you if there's a song that you like, there's a 30% chance Julia Michaels was yeah. part of writing. Absolutely. And then other than that, there's Andrew Bell. Have you ever heard of him? No. B-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. Okay. He's very... If you're like in the, the bell of the ball, yeah. If you're in the mood for like a uh, kind of haunting, reflective, I mean, um, you're you're speaking my language. Then right you now. want to listen to Andrew Bell. Okay, he has this the lyricist. Mm -hmm. Okay, he is, and he has a beautiful voice, and it's just like kind of hugs you and 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 wraps you up. Anyway, I'm 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 getting ahead of myself. Favorite song for the holiday season. Well, lyrically, again, uh, Last Christmas. How's it go? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh. I, I think it's just kind of, it gotcha. goes against everything Christmassy, mm. you know, which mm. is like spirit of giving and, and love and, and all this stuff. And this is person lost it, you know. Yeah. It's really, really good. What about you? I'm kind of a classical guy in this sense, and I like um, the Little Drummer Boy. That's a great one. Did you ever watch The West Wing? No. There was an episode of The West Wing where Toby, who was the uh, communications director of the White House, gave a, a, like a coat drive. He gave his coat in a coat drive to um, this nonprofit, and he got a call one day. And someone said, we have bad news for you. There's someone you know who has died. And he said, I, I don't know. They said, well, we don't know his name. We need you to identify him. So he comes to this park bench in the middle of a Washington, D.C. park. And a homeless man had died of exposure. And he was wearing the coat that Toby had given. And they called him because he had left accidentally a business card in the pocket of the coat. And so... He was, uh, he was not known, and so Toby covered the funeral expenses and had a proper burial for him instead of going to, like, Potter's Field. And in that scene, oh, I mean, now I'm going to have to watch it, there is a rendition of the little drummer boy and this funeral. And he has a full, because he finds out he was a vet, so they have a full military funeral and the 21-gun salute. And you hear this person singing like, I'm a poor boy too. Ah, rum, ba, bum, bum. You know, and Oh my God. And he just like, oh. Wow. Of course, I'm, you know, I cry at the new, now controversial Peloton commercial. So you know I'm going to cry mm. at West Wing. But anyway, Little Drummer Boy is a favorite. I can tell you my least favorite Christmas song. Yep. All I want for Christmas is you. Why? Because they play it every other song mm. on every Holiday Station. Well, it is the most popular Christmas album of all time. I know. Of all time. Thanks, Mariah. Yeah, I know, Jeez. right? She's a Pete. Favorite Christmas movie? Uh, favorite Christmas movie, Home Alone, 100%. Okay. It, it, I, I watch it year-round. It has this 
when I was in my twenties and you know shifting life and music going from music to funeral home stuff, I would watch that movie. Uh, it created, it reminded me of my innocence and openness to life and excitement for. So like if I found myself kind of in like a, a funk, if you will, mm. watched it. And I still watch it. We watch it literally in the morning. So there's Home Alone, Home Alone 2, uh, Elf, Polar Express while the kids are getting ready. I mean, it's constantly on rotation. Favorite Christmas movie? Love Actually. That is a good movie. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The What a Wonderful Life. Um, yeah. The, the actor. I, I, I have to admit something. You don't like it. I've never seen it. Okay. Well, I encourage you to to try it, to try the movie out. So it was 1940. I think it's called It's a Wonderful it's Life. It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. Yeah. And it came out in 1946, I believe, right okay. after World War, like right, the actor served during World War II mm. and has put his acting career on hold. So he had come back and uh, I read a lot, of, mostly on his Wikipedia. So if it's not totally... Fact and <laughs> because Wikipedia really totally, can't be trusted. Well, he, the actor, was. Can we pull his name up while I'm telling yeah, that I'm, story? I'll okay, do awesome. That. He was suffering and struggling with PTSD, but they didn't know it was PTSD. So a lot of those moments in the film of him having essentially emotional breakdown was the director allowing him to grieve, and it was amazing. It was amazing to capture that. So that movie has. I think you're talking about Jimmy Stewart, James yes, Stewart. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. So, of course, uh, he is a phenomenal actor. He had like a 55-year-long career. Yeah, he had like m- tons of films. 80. Yeah. Died in 97. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he fought in World War II in the European Theater of Operations. And during and Vietnam. Vietnam. Yep. And during Can you Vietnam. believe that? No, that's amazing. And another little-known fact is that he was a Presbyterian. And worshipped weekly at the Hollywood Presbyterian Church in Hollywood, California. Speaking your language there, baby. Yeah, my old my old language. Yeah, your old language. My old tongue. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. I guess I'm gonna need to watch it again. If I've if I've seen it, it's been a long time. Need to see it again. Look, Daddy. No, we're not doing that today. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. That's the little girl. From that movie. Yeah. What'd you think I was doing? I feel like I don't need to watch it now. <laughs> he gave me this look like we're not doing that. I'm like, what did I trigger in you? So since we're in the holiday spirit, yes. depending on, you know, people, you'll be listening to this and it will be, you know, in the middle of July. But maybe you're still in the spirit. The spirit can be year round in the sense of... Definitely generosity is a, yes. is a lifestyle. Yes. It's not to be reserved just for the holidays. And I'd just like to put in a word for Christmas. Christmas is a season. Mm-hmm. It's not a day. Correct. The season begins on December 25th. Did you hear that? The season of Christmas begins on December 25th, and it goes until January 6th. Yes. It is 12 days. January 6th the marks the end of Christmas. Of Christmas. January 6th is the epiphany, mm-hmm. marking when those three uh, soothsayers were exposed to the light of who God is. We don't know that they were wise men, because the text doesn't say that they were men. And we don't know their names. It's not Belchior and Malthazar. That's all from Longfellow. The text just has three persons from mm. the Orient, three sages, probably, um, you know, voodoo witchcrafters. No. But in any event, 
Christmas is a season. So I challenge all of you with nativity scenes to take the little baby Jesus out of the nativity scene Mm -hmm. because you can't have the baby Jesus and the wise men at the stable. So what you should do is take the wise men away from the stable, (laughs) the wise persons, and have them across the room walking toward the stable Yes, because they didn't get to Jesus until he was a small boy. He wasn't an infant in the stable. He was a small child and they were living in a house back in Nazareth. But let's not worry about yeah. the text. Let's Merry Christmas. Happy stick holiday. Stick it with the tradition yeah, yeah, that has nothing to do with history. Awesome. It never happened on December 25th either. But the, let's not. You know, bygones be bygones. Jesus' <laughs> birthday is not December 25th. Bygones. Mine is April 5th, but that's okay. What are we going to. 1985. Yep, yeah, 1985. Okay, so I thought we could uh, have a little uh, conversation as, as Christmas is approaching uh, that we, we want to, to give wonderful gifts. Um, and some people have the resource to do that and others don't, but it's fun to dream and it's free. Yes. So if you had, let's, let's say that if you could get something amazing for the people in your life, money is no object, although you're not going to spend everything. It's like, it's within kind of a range, right? What would you give? I'm giving each person one or someone having access to this so, gift. Totally up to Perfect. you. Perfect. Private jet. All right. Private so that, jet. That is kind of a bank breaker <laughs> for many. <laughs> Just a little bit. A jet, especially. Yes. One single owned jet. Yes. You know, they're very rare. Yes. Right. They're like easily, they're in the mills. So let's say that you give <laughs> oh, oh. a $5 million okay. jet sure. to a friend, saddling them with the tax burden of owning such a jet. I thought you said dreams are free. <laughs> you said dreams are free. Dreams are free. I, do we have to explain now the, bur- no. the gift? My dream is that the people receiving gifts know what they're into. <laughs> yes. My dream, which is equally valid, <sighs> yes. is that they now are saddled with ridiculous financial burdens due to taxes, not to mention fuel, maintenance, storage space. Equaling like 300K annually, not counting the salary of your your pilot. pilot. Who has to stay with the aircraft. At all times. When you are away. So I think that's a great gift. Thanks, man. Very selfless, really. (laughs) So stupid. Meanwhile, you're like, hey, can can you take me somewhere? That was the point. I I mean, I did give you this jet. Your family, you're gifting them. Like, I have family that are spread across the country. It would be awesome if money were no option or problem or issue to be like, hey, uh, insert name here, pilot. I want to fly to Houston to see Uncle Stephen and Aunt Elaine. Oh, and while I'm at it, see my cousin Georgia and her husband John. Okay. That would be awesome. Oh, and we're done there. I'm going to fly out to California just because. Wouldn't that be neat? It, that is definitely the I mean, jet setter lifestyle. Yeah, and you yeah. don't have to worry about uh, lines and TSA and stuff. Although getting... Yeah, I do question that, yeah. like the security at these little airports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Have I thought you ever flown out of Owensboro? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, on a commercial plane? Yeah, Allegiant. I haven't. Yeah, it was, it was good. There I TSA. only fly on my private plane that you gave me last yeah, year. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks a lot. Sorry. So it's my house now. I had to sell mm-hmm. everything to be able to pay for the taxes. Sorry. Uh, okay, one thing that I would want to give, thanks for asking. I would like well, I to... I was getting ready to. I was like, this game is no fun anymore. I love to... Give me hell. To get in before you can do that. I, like, I would give someone a trip of their choice. Pick a place you want to go. 
and 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 you're going, and that includes airfare, it includes your lodging, Bora it, Bora. it includes uh, uh you know money for food, and and a generous uh, allowance for that. It includes uh, a tour guide and a driver, <gasps> so that you don't have to worry about anything. You That's just nice. get on the plane. I would suggest you carry on, mm-hmm. because I don't think anyone should check a bag ever. Are you going to let us? Um, we would not be borrowing the plane you're giving to someone else. We'd not charter a private, though. No, I wouldn't. That's that would be probably that's, a, that's a terrible gift. Then a, <laughs> <laughs> that's one it. thing that I would want to do if you know expense was no option. What about you? What's another one? Well, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared to to give a gift because of the tax burden. Because I was going to go with another crazy gift idea. Go for it. I want to hear it. I want to buy. I want to buy a house for a family member. I know someone who's doing this. That's pretty awesome. Two family members. Wouldn't it not be amazing to think about all of the leg legs up you've received from family over the course of you know your journey, like whether that's small or large, it Are adds up to like a lot. Put your parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like legit buy the house. Thanks for wiping my bum. Yeah, because it's insane. How long were you in diaper? Five, seventeen years. Uh huh. Yeah, I would love to gift a house. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, right. It really would be. And anyway, that's just and it's great too because you know the the house is theirs, but in the event that they either relocate or 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 something happens and mm-hmm. they have you know can't live there anymore, you could retain ownership of the house. Correct. And either rent it or mm-hmm. sell it. Mm-hmm. So it's a gift. It's a gift. Of proportions for both parties. And the house that I grew up in would not be, that would be amazing. Mm. To just have that, keep it up, gift it to a family and let it stay in the family forever. Mm-hmm. Now that's a cool gift. It's just really expensive gift. Yeah. What about you? What's another one? Um, I'd want to give a mixtape. That's a cool idea. An actual tape. Oh, like a a tape, a cassette. Are you gonna provide the? Yeah, it would come with a a tape, tape player. player. You almost forgot the word. Well, I was gonna say recorder, but they don't need to record. They just need to listen to the tape. That's cool. And then like go through, I'm guessing, and just pick out like songs of of memory and of yeah. significance. Yeah, that'd be really neat. Okay, your turn. I would like to. Oh, now we're getting like into the sentimental because now my mind went to, you know, mini DVs, you know, like the mini DVR cameras and like the yeah. early 2000s. Now everything's recorded on your yeah. flash drive, your drives. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I have a ton of, if you open that closet and you, if you open my desk, that's locked. I have tons and tons of mini DV tapes of growing up in high school and on tour and all that stuff. And all the people that grew up with me, I would love to put together a video and, and give to them. That's nice. Like give them an edited video showing like our lives together. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think gifts that are sentimental are the best gifts. What do you think about gifting a chocolate fountain? How big is it? Um, it's big enough to serve uh, ten people. Is it already put together and operating? When you gift it, or do I have to put it together and get it warmed up? And no, no, it's it's operating when you get it, but you will have to provide, you know, the future supplies I mean, to keep it going. I would take it. I How would does love it that. work? I don't have a clue. We had we had that going at the yeah. party, and I have no idea. I'm scared of them. Do you know that? 
Why? Are you scared it's going to like squirt yes. out at you? Yes. I'm scared of what could happen. Happen. Okay. Of a chocolate fountain. Yeah. Hmm. You know what? I th- no. I, I also would like to find an incredibly rare bourbon and gift it to <gasps> someone named Jonathan. Oh. Please. Please. So gift giving is fun. And I, <clears throat> I every year, um, I, I guess it's about midway through the year, I start making a list. Yeah. For yourself or for like no. what you're going to do for others? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, Joy and I do this for the girls, but I have an ongoing list for her all year, you know, good. because she'll, she is, is very easy to, to gift because she's so gracious and, you know, she just is so welcoming of things. But, you know, she has exquisite taste mm-hmm. too. So I like whenever she she will never say, "Oh, I would like that" or "I want that." It's that's mm-mm. it. You have to be very. You have to have kind of a an excellence in spycraft mm-hmm. to be able to pick up on the subtleties, the, right? Uh, the subtleties. So, yeah. It's it's it, actually it's fun. It's kind of a sport for me. So throughout halfway through the year, you're starting to kind of make note. Yeah, I have a list right now on my phone. That's awesome. She, she doesn't know where it is. It's hidden, probably in the sports folder. Are you telling the truth? Yeah. Mm. So don't look in the sports folder, Joy. <laughs> if unless you want to. She she wouldn't. Not this time of year. She has unfettered access to my phone at all times. But yeah. I'm now at the place where I had to say, "Would you please not look at my phone now?" Because I'm waiting for a message from right. From someone, mm-hmm. a, a purveyor of yes, a gift of rare rhino tusk. Mm. Oh, she's always wanted a rhino tusk necklace. No WWF or now. That's one hundred percent not true. By yeah, the way, that's that she already has one. No, she doesn't. We're actually not into exploiting endangered species. Yeah, we aren't either. No, no, no endangered species Mm-mm. was injured during the production of this podcast. No, absolutely not. Except for quality and integrity and dignity, those things were sacrificed. Are those endangered? They are. Well, they are with us. <laughs> Shoot. Where we're concerned. <laughs> I love I love gift giving a lot. Uh, I love giving to people that would be called strangers, mm-hmm. paying attention to um, maybe potential needs of theirs, not following the, not to say that uh, a nonprofit is not in need of things for children or, or women or items that, People go without year-round. However, I really like to, like you said, pay attention to needs and gift people uh, in a very special way this time of year. So I'm always mindful of that. Megan's very hard to buy for. Very hard. Really? Yes. Why? I think it's a slew of things. I think it's, uh, I gift throughout the year anyway. So I'm, instead of making lists of, it's like she'll subtly make a comment about something and then I surprise yeah. I'll surprise her with that throughout the throughout year. Throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And so instead of just letting it add up and bottle up and wait until the end of the year at Christmas time, I'm finding myself now uh, limited with ideas. Mm-hmm. I really am. I have a couple of items that I know that'll be very big surprises for her, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm very easy to buy for. I just want socks, underwear, and, and undershirts, and that's fact. And, really? And white dress shirts, yeah. I believe that a gentleman replaces all of his undergarments every six months. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. 
I think that's interesting because there are people who would say that they have the same pair of underwear for the last 16 years, 17 years. No way. Yeah. Can't remember. I couldn't. Well, I think once you found something that is of quality and you enjoy it, they don't make it like that anymore. And so if you have something that lasts, <laughs> keep so it. Gross. I get I get underwear for my birthday and I get underwear for Christmas. And that's what you like? Yep. Love it. I um, <clears throat> We have a thing in our family that we call a happy. A happy? A happy is when you just give something to someone just willy-nilly, mm. like you were just describing. Nice. I saw this, thought of you. It, you know, Joy's awesome about it with the girls. She'll see a piece of clothing or something for somebody and just leave it on their bed and they'll come home. It's like kind of a happy. And then, you know, she's always doing that kind of thing for me too. But I do love... Christmas because it's an opportunity for me to give and she doesn't get mad at me for spending money. Spending, yeah. At least not as much. So what do you think is the difference between a gift and a present? The gift has the heart behind it. So if you give someone a present, there's no heart? Oh. No, I I just say the word gift. Christmas is heartless. No, I just think present sounds, uh, when I think of the word present, I think of being physically there. So present, the word present has a different right. word uh, meaning to me. So I think gift, I think gift means I went out of my way. Uh, like the bobblehead, for instance, that was, I texted you in June to say, hey, I've got a gift coming for you. And it didn't uh, show up till like September because it came from, I think, like China or Japan or something. But anyway, I thought of you and I wanted to, you know, kind of celebrate our, you know, not only our relationship, but our podcasting together. And yeah. yeah. I think it's great. I think so it is too. that was, you know, although, you know, sticky. It was just yours a, is a very near perfect uh, per, uh, rendition no, of you. You can look at it and say that it looks like me, yes, but that nose is a little bit big. I don't have a big nose. I have a tiny <laughs> little triangle button nose. My you kids do. have the same nose as me. Yes, you do. Yes, I agree with you. I think present, uh, while it has its root in you know the sense of being here and mm-hmm. gift in the sense of giving something of yourself. I think gift has a more powerful, I think there's synonyms, but gift has a more powerful, intimate, and intense meaning. You don't buy and give someone a present card or a present box. It's a gift card or a gift box Mm -hmm. because you're gifting. I like to use the word gift as a verb, gifting. Mm -hmm. I was gifted this opportunity or this chance. What words of wisdom do you have for people who are, uh, contemplating gifting loved ones for this uh, this holiday season? The heart, just mind being mindful of your heart and the intentionality behind that said gift. I think that we put so much, and I have to remind my mother this, she'd probably be mad at me. Uh, she's always like, oh, I don't know if I got you enough. Or, you know, 34 years I've been experiencing this. I'm like, mom, you don't, have to count. There's no counting behind this. It's the intention behind it. You paying attention to me throughout the year and saying, okay, I want to bless Nathan with this is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Or Megan, same. But I think being mindful of your heart behind it, it does not have to be lavish. It does Mm -hmm. not have to be something that you pulled from I don't know, Pottery Barn. I'm just throwing out that out there. But something that is costly for you, do not overspend because the heart is absolutely beautiful. Like when I get a gift that is very thought out, 
I'm like the gift that you all presented to me and uh, Megan and I at the Christmas party, the, 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 the gift boxes, the, the, the basket of all the things, everything from the, just the green Jolly Ranchers. I, I only like green Jolly Ranchers is filled with the bottom of green Jolly Ranchers. I mean, that was priceless. So mm. that's what I would say. I would say pay attention to the heart of it uh, and the genuine, the genuine thought. It is an opportunity to demonstrate how well you know someone yeah. and that you have, you know, picked up on what it is that they that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. I like Joy and I especially like to give experiences mm-hmm. uh, to each other, to other people, you know, an opportunity to go see something, to go um, you know, see a show or go to a, a an exhibit or, you know, take a trip or something like that. I think that's a really cool yeah way to spend time and spend money. If we're going to spend money, may as well make it on something that lasts because there are a lot of people who have a lot of needs and there are a lot of people who don't have a lot of needs. So what would it be like to you know, bring them together so that for people who actually need things, give them things and for people who don't, give them experiences that they wouldn't have given themselves otherwise. Yeah. That's, I think that's pretty a pretty useful and thoughtful way to to give gifts there's this friend of mine who loves wine probably equivalent to what you you and your love of of bourbons and and Mm -hmm. knowledge of dr carroll has a great knowledge of bourbon i could not think of what to get them that they don't already have yeah i can't think of what the thing is called uh but it's this essentially where you can take the wine and have a taste of, you know, 1994 or whatever, uh, have a pour of that, and it seals it back without uncorking it. Yeah. Uh, they came out last year. I mean, everybody's tried to make them, but this one seems to, Dr. Carroll's going to look it up. But I gifted them that, mm-hmm. and they love it. What, it, how, wine, how, what is it? It's, it's, I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. I don't know. It's killing me now, but I, I gave it to them last year and they have a wine, you know, they have a wine collection and cellar and, um, I'm going to my previous, previous orders and, and I might just, you know, just have to tell you all what to get. Right. I'll look it up. What's something that you're proud of while I'm looking this up? Like what's a gift that you are so proud of having got given someone? Sorry, Ooh. I keep sniffling. I don't know how to answer that question. What's one gift that you're like, yeah, that's great. That I've given someone? Sure. Uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like, uh, I don't know, that's a hard question for me because I think the whole point of a gift... Is not to talk about it, probably? For, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I suck. No, no, it's just... That's stupid. Have you heard of these um, flowers that never die? Uh, no. Uh, Is that I, real? Yeah. People have talked to me about this. I've heard it a couple times in my practice that someone gave someone these flowers that never die, and I don't know what they're called. I don't know if they're like eternity something. I don't know, but apparently they don't die, and they're real living live. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> that's a thing, and I've heard that it's, I've heard that it's pretty cool, but that they're very awesome. expensive. I don't know what this is, guys and gals. I can't find it, what I got. Uh, so anyway, you're just going to have to take my word for it. Yep. Let's just take your word for it's, it. It's fine anyway because I wasn't supposed to talk about it because 
Well, I've always wondered what makes a gift a gift. Is it a gift if the gift giver knows she's giving it? Is it a gift if the gift receiver knows she's received it? No. It, you know, and that's that's kind of a question that you know people should roll their eyes to and say this is a complete waste of time. So I'm not going to go there, but I do think about it, and I think I don't I don't like to think oh this you know they're going to really like this. I just think I've been thoughtful. I want you to know I care about you. I've noticed you. You're loved. I hope that this is something that brings you enjoyment. And if not, feel free to regift it. Yeah, regifting is it's kind of like imitation. It's, it's the highest form of flattery. Yeah, it's, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. It's always joked about and stuff. But yeah. if you get seven, you know, nice dinner platters at your uh, wedding gift, then you'll give six of them away, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just like pewter, pewter, our daily bread. Um, have you ever seen this no. little, it's a little platter. It's probably six or seven inches long by four inches. And it's, uh, it says our daily bread and it's the, like a, I don't know. <laughs> I think I've had eight or nine of them in my life at some point. Are, are you okay over there? Did you have a mild stroke? I, you know, my, it's just my voice. I, I can't even, I can't even go there, but I'm getting excited for Christmas. Is your home decorated? Oh, it's beautiful. Your home is beautiful too. Thank I love you. it. I Thank love you. it. And I did notice that Jesus was not at the nativity. Yeah, he's there. He was there? He's there. But the wise men, the the, the they're there. Oh. They're there. I, I, I caved. It's okay. I caved because the whole thing is a racket. But the room No, I'm just kidding. So that was a joke. <laughs> no, there were sheep there. It it was <coughs> That made me cough. In this season of giving, I do want to allow you all the opportunity, especially those of you who are in in Kentucky and Indiana. Dr. Carroll and I and and all of our family for 21 years now have collected coats uh, in partnership with Independence Bank, uh, 26 locations statewide. Uh, Owensboro locations especially will be collecting coats as well as our funeral home establishments. We would love for you to go through your closets and find your men's, women's, and children's gently used, maybe new coats that you do not need and drop them off because we distribute them to all of um, our help offices, our women's shelters, men's shelters, those that definitely need them. Uh, we are actually currently in need of women's and children's coats. Uh, the first day, we actually didn't even mean to, the launch day was December the 1st. The uh, first day, uh, they ran a, a, an error, uh, an ad in error. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, but it's great because in, in, in one day in error, there was over 350 coats in one day. Mm. Today, we're at almost 30,000 over 21 years, 30,000 distributed. So please That's consider amazing. that. It's, we're very proud of it. It runs now during the Christmas season, through Christmas and into uh, January the 5th. So please consider that. Also, um, yeah, I'll just start there. We'll start there. How's okay. that sound? Yeah, yeah perfect. I, I love doing that. It's really, really nice. I also think, and I want to encourage people to give to, as you mentioned earlier, to those whom we might call strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're out to eat, anonymously buy another table's meal. So beautiful. When you're in the uh, line at Starbucks or a drive-through, just you know, pay for somebody else's stuff. Go to Office Depot and buy a gift card, and then give it back to the clerk and say, "The next person who comes to the line, use this." You know, it's easy, and you don't need to know about it. They don't need to know that you did that. I think that's the best part. Just give it because giving is. Is true. It's right. It fills it fills you up. 
I think we're meant to give of ourselves. We just are also also selfish at, in nature, so it kind of contradicts itself. Do you think there's such a thing as altruism? I don't know. Uh, I've heard it. Uh, you know, uh, being generous without expecting anything in return, I guess, is one way of saying it. Well, I can say yes and I can say no because I do believe that people give of themselves for or something and there's there's a sense of return and hopes like i hope that in giving i am blessed i uh, don't necessarily mean in the sense of i don't want my horn tooted mm-hmm. but or however you know there are a lot of things that i do that i don't talk about uh and and i do it and i, I tell only megan and i feel that that just creates this joy in my life, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, yes and no. Right. I would agree that it's yes and no. Right. I think there are also people who actually give because they do want. <laughs> yes. You know. Well, it's a sticky wicket. I love when you say that. There's something about giving that's inherent and natural um, and fits within the scope of, of, of who we are, I think, as creatures. Um, there's a term used by evolutionary biologists called reciprocal altruism, which is this idea that you do care for the concern of others, but there is an expectation that there will be some benefit coming back to you. Uh, from an evolutionary perspective, the idea being that if I give, 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 you know, I give too much, then I become vulnerable, and then I cease to exist. And that's, that runs against the grain of the whole evolutionary process, which is to perpetuate our survival. So this notion is I give and I get because I give. And a lot of people have thought that that's selfish. But think of all the things that have happened in the world because someone said, oh, it fills my cup to to give to other people. The people on the other end don't care that it filled their cup. They care that they had a need met. So I, I think that there is something truly powerful about that idea. I don't know whether human beings are capable of giving without expecting anything in return, by which I mean even the feeling of satisfaction. Right. Because, you know, that's why I asked, can you give a gift without knowing you gave a gift? But yes. then I don't feel anything. I think from you can it. do that though too. Yeah. I think you can just I think smiling and opening a door for someone who who is on a walker who probably has a hard time getting around. Yeah. You, know, you just do it just because and you go on about your day and next thing you know they've They've told seven other people and they've been blessed by it. And then those people are blessed by that there's still generosity and actual good in the world. And I do think people should open doors for 100%, one another. Always. I get so embarrassed at videos from Black Friday in this country. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I Scary. also believe whenever people extend their hand, you stand up. Yes, yeah, I agree. I always will. I, I always agree. will stand it. If I do not, it's because my leg is broke or something. I think it's uh, not kind to stand behind someone who is seated and talk to them and make them turn around and like crook their neck to be able to carry on the conversation. Yeah. Like I think we should. Like when we turn our chair. Yeah. We include them. Yeah. 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 I don't like talking with my back to people either. You're good about not doing that. Being exclusive. I don't like it. Well, I'm sure there'll be more holiday talk. Absolutely. We are in the season of. It it is. It's, you know, holy day. It's where that word comes from. Well, make it, make it. Make it holy. Yeah. Make it holier. Make it. One of excitement and inclusion. No, you make it one of excitement and inclusion. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You as in all of us. Yeah. (laughs) I see what you did there. He's funny, isn't he, everyone? Hey, I just want you to know that I love this time of year, and I love the fact that you listen to Dr. Carroll and myself time and time again. We are over a year old, 
and it's exciting. I think I think it's appreciated. Take a take a moment to share this episode, episode one zero nine. I got it right this time with mm-hmm. your friends and let them know that they are loved and appreciated not only this season but every season. That's that's all I have to say about about that. That's all I have to say about that. Thanks for listening. I'm Jonathan. I'm Nathan. This is you'll die trying. <laughs>